You're listening to The Great Coaches Podcast. Hi everyone, Paul here, and just a quick message from me to let you know that if you are looking to improve the performance of your team, no matter whether it is a work, sporting, or community one, then we've developed some tools to help. On the website, you will find our Thriving Teams Diagnostic, which uses insights from the more than 200 great coaches we have interviewed to challenge you with a series of questions to help you understand how your team is performing. It's free and only takes a few minutes to complete. If you'd like to know more, you can check out our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Lessons from the Great Coaches podcast. I've learned that you don't do it alone. You learn so many different things from so many different coaches. That's an elite learning environment. Failure is not a problem. How you deal with it is a problem. How to be resilient. How important it is to infuse joy in the process of learning. To be a good coach, you've got to get more than you take. What an interesting life it is to be a leader. My name is Paul Barnett, and you are listening to The Great Coaches Podcast, where we explore leadership through the lens of high-performance sport by interviewing great coaches from around the world to try and find ideas to help all of us lead our teams better. We started this podcast because we wanted to have better conversations with our families around the dinner table. In a social media world, where the goal is often to be the star of the show, we wanted to change the conversation and talk more about selflessness, leadership and responsibility. And the people we knew who best exhibited these qualities were great sports coaches. As the podcast has grown, the great coaches we have interviewed have shared so much insight and wisdom that we decided to create episodes dedicated entirely to the lessons that have resonated with us the most. Today's episode is on the topic of communication, and it features audio quotes from a wide selection of coaches that we have interviewed from around the world. The Lessons from the Great Coaches Podcast. Chapman University in America undertakes an annual survey into the fears of the average person, and a fear of public speaking regularly comes out as America's biggest phobia. We didn't ask the great coaches whether they have this phobia, though I'm sure many of them do, but we did ask them about communication and the role it plays in their approach to leadership. And what is common in their answers is a focus on communicating in a way that motivates, builds trust, and provides direction. But in order to do this, you must first embrace honesty. Here is the Australian cricket coach Justin Langer explaining this. 
ultimately what it comes down to is having honest conversations. I believe that honest conversations fix everything in the world, but it's bloody hard to have honest conversations because people don't like confrontation. People don't like often hearing the truth, but honest conversations can fix everything. But you've got to have the courage, one, to have them, but two, to develop a safe environment where you can have them. That's what Tim Ford allowed us to do. So was it at the time I thought it was overkill? No way. It's worth every single second of effort. And again, most interesting for me is that these don't, we had the conversations back then, but scars, you know, scars, you've got to keep putting ointment on scars, right? Otherwise, it just there's a scar. So you've always got to keep working away and chipping away because there's always little triggers that keep coming up that bring back memories of the past. So the world we live in, and we see it, you've got to be on this all the time. You've got to be having these conversations all the time to just make sure that you're all moving in the right direction together. Honesty is born from a relationship between athlete and coach where there is an appreciation for the truth. Here is cricket coach Julia Price giving her view on relationships that enable honesty. Because a lot of people find it difficult to have those honest conversations that are hard because, you know, you're upsetting people or it's difficult. But I have, I have to admit I've always found it just quite normal because I feel if I'm just telling them the truth, then there shouldn't be an issue, which, of course, sometimes it is. <laughs> but then again, it comes back to having that relationship prior to, you know, just blurt out whatever you're saying. You, you need that relationship with, the, with, with your players to be able to have that honest conversation in the first place. The NBA coach Trevor Gleeson builds on Julia's thoughts around the importance of relationships when it comes to communication by making the point that communication in the heat of the game can often be direct and robust and it can derail performance if it's not supported by a solid relationship base. About the passion is playing, I guess, every play. It's the relationship that you have with the players to allow me to be that way. If I don't have a relationship with a player and we have a very robust conversation in the heat of the battle for 10 seconds, that event could cause a lot of trouble if I haven't built up the trust and a relationship with that player. And everyone's different how we communicate, but we also have some non-negotiable team standards that I guess you say that we're not going to be successful if we don't achieve them. And sometimes... You might lose the game, but if you're dropping those standards of the performance that you play, you're going to let yourself down. And that's where I come in and say, hey, that's not good enough. That's not what we represent here at the Wildcats. That's not Wildcats basketball. And if we take care of those things, normally the scoreboard takes care of itself. Wrestling coach Tom Ryan also believes that communication needs to be direct, but also simple in competition in order to help focus the athlete. One of the places he really grew was, you know, his motto became don't protect anyone, right? That was his mantra. And we are firm believers in mantras because the brain can only handle a few digits, right, at a time, right? So to simplify when things are spiraling, you just go back to a mantra that settles your brain and brings you back to a place of total focus. Wheelchair rugby coach Brad Doubley also believes in simplifying communication in competition, as he thinks it can often lead to self-doubt if delivered incorrectly. I think a lot of coaches get stuck just trying to do too much and then aim too much 
too much instruction ends up just scrambling in athletes' heads and they're just like, should I be here? Should I be there? Where's the coach want me to do? I'm too late. I'm not there. And then they start doubting themselves. And so it was a case of really trying to concentrate on the key things that you want that will make a difference and simplify to the point that they can not only understand it, it allows them to put their own, I suppose, flair on it as well, um, which makes it more enjoyable. So. A simple, honest conversation can often be painful to deliver, though. But that discomfort can be mitigated, at least partly, by reminding yourself that as the leader, you have to act in the best interest of the organisation. Here is baseball coach John Diebel explaining his view on this. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned in that area, communication with players, be honest, I've still got players on from Australia that don't talk to me that I've had to get rid of, but I can always look at myself in my heart and say, I did what was in the best interest of the organisation and I told you the truth. And that's something I always tried to do was be honest as much as it hurt. A lot of people don't want to hear it, but I think it's the best way. Another key theme that comes through in our interviews is that of tailoring your communication to the individual, especially if the age group within the team is broad. Here is rugby coach Eddie Jones explaining how he goes about this. Yeah, you think about all the great coaches in the past. They've always understood their teams. They've always understood their players. Uh, maybe the, the manner you did it was less sophisticated than it is now because you could be a bit more upfront, a bit more in your face. Um, now it's definitely more complex uh, because the, the, the learning um, approaches of each of the generations is changing quickly, uh, more so than before. So your ability to be able to capture a group where you've got guys from the age of 32 to 18 um, who have got completely different ideas of how they want to learn and how they do learn and, 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 and try to get the same message through has become much more challenging. Um, and a lot, you have to put a lot more work into that area than you used to. You know, you used to be able to get up, get a whiteboard, write the three points on the right, boys, boys are right, right, let's get into it. And, and generally you'd capture enough players to get it right. And now you've got to be able to present that information in, in three or four different ways, consult the players on it, discuss it with the players, make sure they've had an input, um, which is, it's, you know, has, has probably made coaching a lot more interesting because it's less about just the energy and, and, the, and the drive of the coach and more about how you can create a, a more cohesive environment. Um, yeah, so psychology is massive, mate. Um, but the other thing that also strikes me is that, and all the great coaches have said it, uh, you know, people like Rick Charlesworth, Sir Alex Ferguson, it's how you establish relationships with players. Like they've got to remember conversations you've had. If 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 they don't remember the conversations, the conversations were meaning meaningless. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When it comes to tailoring your communication style and content to the individual, athlete profiling can help. Here is baseball coach John Diebel again. We had player profiles on everybody. So we knew everybody's player profile. And the guys that you can yell at, the guys you can't. The guys, if they need a foot up the bum, that you could get that from them. That was all profiling. And that's what we do. We know what makes people tick because of the profiling that, that we had. And you've got to be cool. I think if the players see that you're not cool, it's very hard for them to stay cool. But if profiling isn't practical, it can also help to identify keywords that you can reframe or use differently to reach the individual, as basketball coach Joanne P. McCauley explains. And Dr. Rosen was a person who taught me a lot about words and reframing the way individuals and players think cognitively. You know, there are words you can use. For example, when you're talking to a player and they're perhaps not feeling as good as they should about their talents, you know, you can say you're very good or you're a great player, but it's, it's much better to talk to a player about how dangerous they are, you know, dangerous with their skill set. You know, you, you're dangerous by being on the floor and always being an issue for the opponent. You know, there's other philosophies like a Christmas tree, you know, you know, the blinking lights on a Christmas tree. And there's always one that's very bothersome that always seems to blink no matter what. Well, you don't want to be that blinking light of your team. You know, you don't want to be the one that causes all the attention or constantly is giving effort or not giving effort and sort of blinking with your commitment. And so you get these sort of storytelling words You can also increase the chance of your communication message connecting with the individual if you are prepared to communicate your own failures and uncertainties. Here is basketball coach Brenda Kirkpatrick-Brown. But you have to have that situational awareness and know what that group's needs are. I've found, Paul, and, and I didn't do this very well at the beginning of my career, but because you want to know everything, you want to be right, and you want to have all the answers, but you have to be willing to say, I don't know. I would also say you have to be willing to say, I made a mistake, and here's where I could have done something differently in front of your kids, in front of your staff, because they're constantly evaluating you and learning from you and preparing, perhaps, themselves to be a head coach. Communication within teams is not just one way, though. As the leader, you need to be able to get a response from the organisation, as this allows you to understand whether your message is landing. Two-way communication also offers the chance for better solutions to be found. Creating the right environment for this to happen is essential, and as the leader, you have to take on responsibility for creating and then nurturing it. 
Here is NBA coach Jenny Busek explaining her view on this. I think the reason why some people don't speak up or they they get into this group think, and and I have great empathy for this, is they're afraid what people will think if it's different. They're afraid of how that's going to affect their job status. I don't believe that's true, but I think that is the belief system in a lot of people is they have to please the people around them. And the way to please people around them is to agree. That's the safest choice. It feels the safest. It's the path of least resistance. And you see it a lot. And you see it a lot in these great, I'm in the NBA now, so these great men with great ideas, great thoughts, great experiences, great basketball minds, but they're caught up as a coach in, a, in fear of failure, in, in fear of what people think, in people pleasing. And it's sad to me honestly, because there's no freedom in that. But I get it. It's a competitive situation. And it's really easy to, to get into that fear mindset, just like an athlete can. I think the freedom that I walk in comes from being in the head coach's shoes too, knowing what I wanted as a head coach. I didn't want yes people around me. That didn't help me as a coach make decisions. So when I asked a question or offered an, a topic to the group, I really appreciated people who challenged my thinking and threw different ideas and thoughts out there. And even if I thought it was crazy, it still made me think in a healthy way and helped me make better decisions as a leader. When you try to create an environment that unlocks productive communication, it can help to understand the triggers or actions that you take as the leader that disconnect you from the group. Here is gold medal winning soccer coach Beverly Priestman explaining her experience with this. Well, I think one of the lowest points of my career at youth level, I we didn't qualify the under-20 team. We lost on penalties to Mexico. At the time, you're just on a wheel, right? And, oh, okay, well, it was this, it was that. Again, when you take a step out of your role, you reflect. And you, I remember I was locked in my room. I was living tactics on my computer, but I wasn't connecting with people. I was a five-year version of Bev Priestman that now refuses to be a computer coach. That's sort of the joke in my staff. I'm like, no, like I need to have my head above the clouds. I need to have that clarity. But perhaps one of the simplest and best things that you can do as the leader when it comes to communication is to be very clear on what you expect and ask questions when you don't see it. Here is rugby coach Paul Gustard reflecting on his experience working with Eddie Jones. But I think I think one thing that Eddie does better than anybody is he, he trusts his eye and he trusts his instinct um he knows he knows what it is that he wants and when he sees it he's able to he's able to capture that moment freeze frame it so he, he's very good with his intuition second thing based on that is he is very very clear about what he wants very very clear about what he expects and very very clear with the staff about the standards that he looks at so from that point of view, you've got a very clear picture about um, what you would expect to do as a coach and as a player we're working for Eddie. And then the final thing I think that he does better than anybody else have ever come across in coaching is ask the question why. Um, he asks it a lot and um, you know, he challenges people a lot and, and he, makes you, he makes you reflect hard on your own coaching, uh, makes you question your process a lot. Another key theme on the topic of communication that emerges from our interviews is that style is more important than volume. Here is swimming coach Tracy Menzies. 
you don't have to be loud to be heard. And I've sort of coached in that capacity as well, that you just go about your job quietly. And if you do that, your results will speak for themselves. And a key part of your own style should include a structure that ensures your communication is ongoing and meaningful and in service of creating impactful relationships across the organisation. Here is basketball coach Pokey Chapman giving her view on this. I think the one that I would always keep at the top because I think it's the one that needs to consistently grow and tweak and get better is always work at being the most efficient and effective communicator with all aspects of your existence. That's from the sports performance uh, staff to the people who are leading the fan. Is that tool of communicating with them more in every sense of the word? Yes, you have to talk. Yes, you listen. But it's your body language. It's the number of times. And I mean, it's the constant evolution of that that I want to stay on top of because it's always changing. you got a process that works everywhere. And I really want to stay on top of that because that in and of itself will be a conduit to me having meaningful, impactful relationships in every, everything that we do. And perhaps the best way to finish a review of the lessons from the great coaches on the topic of communication is to appreciate that no one ever gets it right all the time. So it's going to be about getting it right most of the time. Here is gold medal winning field hockey coach, Alison Annan. When we talk about communication, there are so many different forms of communication that you can get lost in translation trying to do it all and lose yourself. Who am I and how do I communicate and what works best for me? And what's the reaction that I'm getting back from players and staff to be able to communicate better? And I think one of the biggest things is communication is one of the most difficult things worldwide. And we will never, ever get it right. No one ever gets it right. So it's about getting it right most of the time. And I think that that's, as a coach, I've never really leaned on the theoretical side of things because it's. I just want to be unique to myself. I think that that's something that if you look at communicating, one thing I would always say is be true to yourself and don't try and be someone else and learn to communicate within the person that you are. We hope you enjoyed our episode on communication and found one or two things that you can bring to your own dinner table, locker room or boardroom table for discussion. The key lessons I have taken away on the topic of communication from our interview guests are focus on communicating in a way that motivates, builds trust and provides direction. Embrace honesty when you communicate, but do it in a way that is as tailored to the individual as possible. Accept that open, honest conversations are required of you as the leader and that these conversations may be difficult but are ultimately in the best interests of the individual and organisation. Solid relationships will allow you to have direct, robust and simplified communication in the heat of competition without fear that it will derail performance. And relationships can be strengthened if you are willing to communicate your own failures and uncertainties as a coach. Here at the Great Coaches Podcast, we are always trying to learn, so please let us know if you have any feedback. Just like Wesley Robinson, who said, another beauty. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Wesley. The interaction with the people around the world who listen gives us great energy. And so if you have any feedback or comments, please let us know. All the details on how to connect with us are in the show notes or on our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.